0: Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a long time to PT Tech Talk Podcast. This is episode 99. We are one episode away from 100. And this is Dave Kittle, physical therapist. I'm a practice owner here in New York City and also a partner at Cash Based cashbasedphysicaltherapy.org along with Ron Miller helping physical therapists from across the country and, and Canada as well. Uh, help them get more new patients, more leads, have time freedom, financial freedom, all that good stuff. But the most important thing today is to catch up with physical therapist and now online marketer, Will Boyd. Uh, Will is, among many things, uh, a great person, a great person to catch up with and talk with. You can find more about him at willboydmarketing.com. That's will, B-O-Y-D, marketing.com as well as a joint venture with his business partner, Alex Engar, which is healthyfunnel.com. And those two individuals, those two guys are both physical therapists and they run a really awesome and growing Facebook group, Healthcare Digital Marketing. And they're just doing some really great stuff in the marketing world. Uh, Will, first of all, it's been a while. You were on the podcast before. Welcome back. It's awesome to catch up with you.
1: Dave, thanks so much for having me, man. I I can't believe this is episode 99, which is such a huge honor. I can't wait for episode 100. That's like a huge deal in the podcast world. Like when we hit 100 episodes, I remember just stopping and being like, oh my gosh, we've done this 100 times? This is insane. Like, it's so crazy. And I'm super happy to be back. You know anything that you and Rob do, uh, and, and I love watching you and Ron Miller, the journey you guys are on. So I'm super stoked to be here to talk all things marketing, business, online stuff, you name it, I'm I'm absolutely happy to be here.
0: That's awesome, so, and I wanted to catch up with you, I shot you a private message on Facebook and I saw recently a video where you, and you've been doing so many different things and then you mentioned that you had launched your own ad agency or marketing agency, I don't know how you, how you phrase it, but basically you're helping business owners, I believe physical therapy, business owners specifically, help them get more new leads, more new patients in the door, um, Tell us about that. Like, why are you still doing those other things? And then is this the main focus or like, what was the reason that you're launching this now?
1: Yeah. So I'm, I I am a, uh, I'm a great lesson of, to learn from, of niching down and, uh, and being really clear on what your messaging is because it's been super fascinating. My business partner and I, Alex, we have a company called Healthy Funnel, which is really interesting. We, up to this point, have been an online education company. We started out as an advertising agency. And really interesting, we learned from our market that not a lot of people in our audience were at a stage where they were ready to pay for done-for-you advertising to outsource that. So we said, well, what can we do? So we created courses. We created courses of exactly what we would do for the businesses we would run our agency for. And it turned out to be a big hit. It was called Ads for PTs. We had over, I wanna say over 120 to 140 students go through that at this point, which has been awesome. And uh, and then we realized our real passion actually was helping people start their own online businesses because it's what we did for us for ourselves. We realized there are so many healthcare providers out there who wanted to move online, but they didn't understand the nuances of online. What do I do with all this tech stuff? How, what do I need? I, I'm reading all these things, and like I need a website, I need a blog, I need all these, and and I I don't know why, but maybe it was in our language of being. Previous lives of being physical therapists or physical therapy students, we, we were able to explain things through analogies. I realized that was really important. We were able to decipher specific diagnoses for people and their online problems. Like, hey, you don't need 12,000 things. These are the two things that you need to focus on right now. So, our business now, what we do is we have, we have three components we have our online education programs that walk you through how to start your own online business. Uh, we have a program now, Impact Academy, which teaches you how to grow your own audience through a Facebook group and a podcast. Then we have launch code, which is if you have an existing audience online, how do you create products and services for them? So let's say you have an Instagram following of, a, I don't know, 3,000 people as an example, and they're all baseball players, right? And, and you want to be like, ah, I can't treat all these people they all live across the country. What do I do? Well, we teach you how to create online programs, whether that's coaching, whether that's an online course, whether that's a group coaching program, we walk you through how do you actually monetize the group of people that you have. And then we have our, our sort of one-on-one coaching, which is our online business ignition. So if you're someone who's already making like five figures online, you want to go to six or, or seven, we coach you through that process. And uh, and then lastly, we have our done for you agencies. So that's a feel like I'm rambling here, but if we, we have a done for you. No, it's agency. Good to hear it all. Yes. Yeah, so we have a done for you agency, which is where if you're doing, you know, if you've already launched your online program, uh, or you want to launch a new online program, we actually do it for you. We do all the email scripts, do the webinar presentation for you. Uh, we don't do it for you. We write it out for you. We go through it for you. You still have to show up and be on the video. We teach <laughs> you, uh, we do all the paid traffic for you. We do all the, uh, We do all the follow-up emails and the follow-up messages for people. So that's for our person who, uh, let's say like you and Ron, for example, Dave, who have a thriving business and you're like, man, we're doing well, but gosh, this is a lot of work and we don't want to do this piece. Our agency would come in and we would do that. Our team would come in and do that for you. Uh, So that's on the healthy funnel side. And then my personal business, we actually have gotten so much of that fairly honed in, especially the online education piece that I ended up having time and I'd been running ads particular Facebook ads for, uh, PT practices just on the side, maybe 10 hours a week, uh, 10 hours a month, just helping businesses do that. And it was getting results, but we were so focused on healthy funnel until recently we freed up space. And I was like, man, I'm getting results still. I just haven't put effort into pushing this out there to more people. So I'm really heavily focused right now, especially on pelvic floor therapists in particular. We've got a few campaigns that are just plug and play like, man, just, just crushing it. There's such a demand in the market for what pelvic floor therapists can offer. Uh, and if you're not a cash base, and you're into pelvic therapy, and you're not into cash base, and you haven't talked to, to, to Dave and Ron about growing your business, you should. It is a one, I mean, once in a lifetime time to start getting into that field. It's incredible. Uh, and then just general orthopedic stuff, running just simple back pain assessment, neck pain assessment, shoulder assessment campaigns for practices. And I've niched down only to Facebook ads. This is a really good, good lesson I've learned is for me as a business owner, I get a lot of questions all the time. Hey, can you do Google ads for me? Can you do email marketing for me? Can you do this? My instinct always is just like most physical therapists. Yes, I can help all of you. Come on in. Let's do this. And then I realize I can't create processes and systems for all those different things. Right. And so I realized for me to scale, which I don't have a plan of making this like a massive business, but I do want to be able to get consistent results. And I can do that by focusing on one business, one framework, one process, one system. And so that's, that's all I focus on now for this business. And that's my story. That's, that's the 9,000 different ways that you can work with us at this
0: point it's great to have those different options. Everyone's at different like tiers and stages in terms of like their seriousness or where they're at with their audience or their clients and customers and patients and their income level, right? There's different ways to invest back in their own themselves and into their business. And you offer different ways to do that. Um, The cool thing that you just mentioned, Facebook only. See, I didn't know that that's a good, another good reason as to get you to get you on here because for my practice, concierge pain relief here in New York city, we're currently running Google ads. We're, we're targeting individuals in the, in the radius of New York City, the New York City radius, um, individuals living with Parkinson's disease. But it's only Google ads. Yeah. I, I've really only focused on getting Google reviews, replying to Google reviews, posting on Google posts, and now running Google ads. So um, why, w- why might a business owner, a physical therapist, or a practice owner out there be interested in contacting you potentially for Facebook ads. I mean, I think it's obvious because Facebook is like gigantic. They have so much data on their users and then therefore someone like you could use that data and target them what based on uh, location and income and occupation and other things that they already like on Facebook. Like maybe that's a point where we can just dive in and hear maybe like why you're focusing more or 100% focused on Facebook ads for your agency.
1: Yeah, totally. And it's a, a, so I want to go from a higher level first, which is that advertising in general works. So that's the big, big principle, right? So we can, you know, a lot of times get in discussions. Should I be doing Google ads? Should I be doing Facebook ads? Should I be still in the newspaper? Should I be in in the radio or on TV? And we got to look at the principle is, does advertising tend to work for people? And I'll just say that the industry has existed for hundreds, if not thousands of years, for a reason, right? If it didn't work, people would stop doing it. And that's just it. I mean, unless we're all really not tracking our numbers at all, you know, it works for a reason and people do it. It's the same way when honestly advertising, you know, as far as I know, it probably started even sooner. You can think of the Roman times, right? When the guy would come out with the script in the in the square, right? To announce what the, the, the emperor had said. And you know what? At some point somebody was like, Hey, I wonder if I could just pay that guy. He's talking to like Thousands of people in the square. What if for like two minutes I could just put in his pocket, you know, a couple gold coins or whatever, and he gives a shout out to my my chicken farm over here. Like, chickens in town, by the way. People are like what? So you can hear well, two, it. Two, two for one chickens? What? <laughs> we gotta get on it. We gotta get on it. And so I think I think you just have to look at does advertising work in general first, and the answer is typically yes. Right now, are there better places to advertise than others? Sure, and that's dependent right? It's relative. There are plenty of places where radio ads are more powerful than Google ads or Facebook ads. There are a lot of places where Google ads are more effective than TV ads or Facebook ads. And I think my big thing for people as a, as a business owner myself and for people that I want to help is I'm not the right fit for everyone. And I love that part about my business. I can talk to a lot of people and sit here and Dave go, Dave, how are, are your Google ads working? Are they crushing it? Yeah, cool. You don't need Facebook ads. Keep running your Google ads. Double down on what's working. Could Facebook supplement it? Sure. Double down on Google. You get double the results. Is it is it smart to have everything in one basket? Probably not long term. But in the immediate future, like short term, if it's working, why would you not maximize what's working? Now the next question is, well, where do I start? And the best thing is, best advice I can give people is, I don't know, but I would go wherever it costs you the cheapest to get in front of the most people to test, to test, to
0: go into that a little bit.
1: Yes. So to test, right? So it's just like if you're a physical therapist, for example, someone comes in with back pain, you take a subjective, you have a hypothesis, right? How many of us immediately could be able to know 100% exactly what's going on with someone's back if we're being honest with ourselves from like deep down physiological level, do we really, really, really know what's going on? No, we work off of a framework. We work off of a hypothesis, right? Well, based on all the data that you gave me, I'm assuming that, you know, you're going to be uh, an extension, extension bias. Okay. Let's start with extension. Let's just move into it. That's my theory, right? My theory is we'll go here. Hypothesis. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. you're not responding the way I thought you would respond. Interesting. I'm going to have to rethink this. Now, do you just give up on the patient, and do you just go, "Hey, you know what? Sorry, man, I was wrong. You know, my hypothesis was awful. See, it, dude. Like, Sorry, we we just I can't do anything for you. It doesn't work." No, you don't do that. You you re you you retest. You you go back to the drawing board and go, "Okay, let me check the data again. What is this? Okay. All right. Well, what does my brain say now? Well, I feel like the next best option would be this. Let's try this. Oh, are they responding? Yes or no? And business is the same way. And I feel like we're we're always looking for the shortcut because we view things as We don't want to be uh, shortchanged. We we want to, part of this is we're conditioned to always be perfect in our field. We were talking about this off off air, Dave, that in this world of healthcare, one, to even get to the professional level of healthcare, to get your degree, you have to meet certain standards of being like 80, 85% or right or more to even get where we are. Well, in business, like very few things are ever 80 to 85% right all the time. Like, if you could give me somebody who could close 85% of all sales, like even leads, I would pay them as much money as I can because they're going to bring me so much more money. But that doesn't really exist. Like, most people out there don't sell at 85%. Now, I know there are people who are like, I close, I'm, I'm always perfect. It's like, I doubt you were always that way. It probably took a lot of no's before you started getting better at Yes. And so when I say test things, I mean, can you put $100, $200 into a Facebook ad or a Google ad and test it? Here's the problem. The only problem is I recommend that if you want to do that, at least do a little bit of research before you do that test. Whether that means, do you know someone who's running a Google ad that's worked? Do you know someone who's running a Facebook ad that's worked? Because I think the thing that surprises most people is there are people that do this as their full-time job all over the world. So this isn't like a little tool of Google where it's like, yeah, no, I'll just put money in and it'll work. Like there are people whose entire jobs at companies, like there's a, a giant factory over here. I guarantee you there's a guy whose entire job is to understand Google ad traffic. Like that is a full-time job. And so there is a, like, a science to it. Now, do you need to have that level of expertise? Not at all. But you should at least go watch like three or four YouTube videos on like how do you actually run a Google ad? Because a test is only as effective as you're going into it with the framework. And if you're, if you're a physical therapist and it's like, well, they have back pain. All right, uh, jump up and down four times. Did you feel better? Uh, nope, not very good at this. Uh, see, it didn't work. Physical therapy doesn't work. Like, no, that wasn't even like you didn't even set it up right. You didn't even process right. Your hypothesis was like it was hardly any thinking involved in that. So I tell people to test. The cool thing is with Google, with Facebook, you can test things for I mean heck as little as like ten dollars, although I, I highly recommend you're not going to even get enough information to really know if that's successful, but for a hundred to two hundred yeah, bucks, yeah at least you right can post, right? You can test and just see like. Huh? Does anyone even click on my ad? No. Okay. Do we say that it doesn't work, or do we actually take ownership and go, "Hmm, I know other people who this is working for. This didn't work for me. I should learn more about why this isn't working." And I think the crazy thing to me that I, I see is, so going back to why should someone t- uh, reach out to me? Is I spend my I spend my time doing this like all day diving into. How do these things work what do they do like how do we use them how do how do we become effective with them and you're buying time is what you're buying so with me <clears throat> you are buying time for all the times i talked about you need to go watch youtube videos you need to go learn how to do this because if you don't do that you aren't going to get results it's like hiring a physical therapist who never actually reads or studies or practices on people do you think you're going to get good results I mean, probably not. not. Yeah, right? The same way with anything we put our energy into in life. Just like if you don't put energy into your relationship, do you think you're going to have a good relationship? Probably not. And for some reason, we think that there's just like, I think people think that these tools are just like, well, I'll just put a picture up and all of a sudden I'll have 10 new patients. Like, well, if it was that easy, man, we'd all be just rolling in it. Like, we would be so full with patients if we could just put a picture up. So when people want to come work with me, it's, hey, I'm busy in my job. I'm busy seeing patients. I don't have time to get out and network anymore. Mm -hmm. I need something to leverage my time. I give you time back. I am your time back to get your message in front of your right people and to put an offer in front of them, which is another key thing over time we'll talk about, but...
0: I was just writing some notes down and I was almost going to like hold it up and be like, I don't know if Will could see this, but I wrote marketing, new patients. Now at the end of the day, right, there's like two ways. You know this. It's either if you get new patients, even the pizza shop up the street, they want new customers, right? So they can do it two ways. One is free from like previous word of mouth. Uh, You know, I thought the pizza was good. Will Boyd visits. I say, hey man, you got to check out that pizza place and they acquired you as a new customer pretty much for free. Yeah. So it's either paid or, it's either free or paid. And what you just said uh, was the second part of my note, which is free is good, but it takes more time. And oftentimes way longer than you could ever imagine. Yep. Or paid is less time to get results, to yeah. get meaning to help that pizza shop get more, butts in their seats or have people more people foot traffic walk in and take a uh, we talked about the two for one chicken special. It is two for one, two slices for one you know and they paid for that and they got more people that day or that during that campaign coming in than the other days when that campaign or before that campaign was running. So it was shortcutting their their time to success and for that value, like someone who runs that campaign obviously has like a fee and 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 usually the ROI of what you make from that campaign is significantly greater it covers the ad spend it covers the person running the ads that person's fee or maintenance fee or management fee and there's there's more short-term and long-term profit for that business because they took a little bit more risk up front to go into some paid content. Right. Totally.
1: And, and I would, you know, I think that I think it, because money is involved, I think there's a bigger fear, but I would argue to people that time is the thing they should be more worried about. So for example, Dave, if I were to go to you and say, Hey, uh, if we're being honest, can someone learn how to be a physical therapist by reading all the books that we read and doing watching YouTube videos on how to fix their back? I'd argue you can find the information. Like it's not like a, it's not a lack of information out there. It's not like, well, Dave has secret information that he got from hidden books that were locked in a closet somewhere and only he had the key to read. No, Like the information's there. The problem is I don't want to go read the three years of books that Dave read to learn how to fix my back. I'd rather give Dave $200 or maybe $3,000 over the next six weeks.
0: There we go.
1: Dear Lord, I don't want to go three years of reading those books to know what Dave knows. Now, which do I want to do? Take the risk of $3,000 to get my back fixed from Dave, who may not get the results that I want, but I can tell you what, the other risk of three years, which also has no guarantee to it, of me fixing my back, well, I already know if I wait to try to fix my back for three years because I'm reading books, it's probably not going to get better. And so we just look at time as such a big factor. We always look at, we want to cling to money as the, like, the risk, right? Oh, I'm giving up 500, I might not make it back, right? I might, I'm giving up $1,000, I might not get it back. Well, kind of part of that is tough, like tough love. Like that is the risk of growing a business. That is the risk of trying to get better. There is a risk of everything. And time is the biggest thing. You can always go make more money. Trust me, you can do that. You can't really go get time back. In fact, most people want money so they can buy more time back. Which is kind of the irony. But yet we don't want to give up money to try to get us more time. We're just like, I'll just use more time. And then by the time you use all that time, you get enough money and you're like, crap, all I really wanted was more time. Dang it, I should have used money to be able to try to get myself time back quicker. Interesting. So the entrepreneur track.
0: Yeah, love it. The uh the thing that also caught my eye recently as to why I reached out and I was like, hey man, we gotta get you. Let's record a podcast episode. Was uh you were saying that you were contacting or reaching out to business owners with a certain video that basically walk them through how to do it. I'm at the point where I don't want to do any, any of that. Right. So someone that might be earlier on in the process with uh, physical therapy practice, they can maybe watch your video. They could probably find it at, um, in the Facebook group, right. Or on your, on your homepage, on your webpage of Facebook. Totally. You can go to willboydmarketing.com.
1: And there's a big tab that says FB advertising. Just click on it and you'll, you'll see the video.
0: So, so that video was, you were mentioning like you were communicating and messaging other physical therapy business owners. You were sending that video because this is, this is the way you roll, which is like value upfront. Here's yep. the video. Um, this'll help you. This could help a lot of people, a lot of owners like you. Um, and you know that because you're helping other owners do it and yep. you've seen the results. Here's a video. You said that you recorded walking someone through setting up a Facebook ad, the whole thing. And, you know, I, you're leading with value and you're sending that video Mm -hmm. and I love the, the, like maybe not the hook, but the, I love your presentation of that because then you said, um, but if you're too busy or if you're not interested in setting it up, whatever, uh, those are the people that I'm interested in speaking with and I could help them with that. Like, that's what you do. And I just thought that was such a great approach and I wanted to bring that up into the conversation because, um, oftentimes I think something like really simple like that uh, gets overlooked because you and I, we had another chat before about like LinkedIn and people just like, like they connect with you and like immediately just like pitch you like, Hey, I got this thing or I got this company and this is what we do like this, you know? And so I thought it was interesting that you're sending out a video. That's basically like a do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's great for many people. and They might be like, great, I'll set it up. I'll do that. And, you also said, but if you're too busy or you want to outsource it or have someone help you with that, we could collaborate over that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, it's, it's a, uh, one, it's, it serves two purposes. One, I don't want to ask like, Hey, do you want to get on a call right now? Part of that's selfish for time. Like I don't want to get on a phone call with someone who has no real desire to do this. And they just want to pick my brain and, and learn, right? Like, that's what the video is for, it's there. Like, If you wanted to just get on a call with me and learn from it, thank goodness we have video recordings and you can literally just go watch the video recording. And if you're too lazy to do that, sorry, but we're probably not a good fit to work together because what we're gonna, involve, what we're gonna do is gonna involve work and if we don't have the patience to do work, it's not gonna be a good fit. So use it to qualify people. And there's really two, two big things to this is, one, there's volume. So this isn't a, oh, I send this to five people and, oh man, all five are going to reach out. No, like I send 50 messages a day on LinkedIn because that's, I think it's up to 100 you can do, but I just do 50 to play it safe of like sending that to physical therapists. And I'll, I'll give this to listeners of, of exactly what I would do and what I teach my individual like clients to do when it comes to their front desk or if they have an admin team of what they should be doing uh, to outreach is... So I do that. So one, they can take with it. What I've learned running a Facebook group, really interesting, is that you can give people all the free information in the world. Less than 5% of them are going to do anything with it. You can literally walk someone through the entire McKenzie method on how to fix their back in video form. And if they have not paid you money, less than 5% what I found will do anything about it. They might watch one or two videos They're not going to be consistent. And this is where I try to help people really understand that in today's world, I would argue that in today's world, no one is paying for information. In fact, if you are paying just for information, it's kind of silly. Like, that's what YouTube's for, that's what free Facebook groups are for. Like, it's all out there. Like, no one has hidden magic information. What people pay for in today's world is can you take that information, can you filter it to make it organized, structured, and in a way that holds me accountable? Because the biggest problem people have right now is, I don't know what's valuable and what's not valuable, because there's just so much. And it's the first time in human history we've ever had to deal with this. This is, this is my, my just personal take on this, but if you think about it, since the 1990s, really, it is the first time in human history there's been more information available to you at any given minute than ever existed in human existence like how does our brain our brains can't process right now well, what do i do where do i even start where do, where do i if i put if i put up a youtube video physical therapy right now four hundred eighty-seven thousand videos like what, what do i do where do we start what do i do great well i'm dave let me talk to you right i'm a trusted source i show up consistently i'm in front of you uh, here I'm here to help filter this for you to save you time. And that's the big thing. People are buying time. They're buying time back. Because if you don't do that, just like we talked about with you can learn Facebook advertising, there is nothing that I know that is some secret sauce that hasn't I didn't learn from someone else on a free YouTube video out there. In fact, I learned and passed most of my physical therapy exams, don't have to tell this to my school, but by watching free YouTube videos, Khan Academy, by watching uh, Urson, Person's, uh, modern, you know, the the manual therapy videos mm-hmm. by watching uh, Jeff Moore, an in institute of clinical excellence. Like I passed my board exams watching, so listening to podcasts, and I still paid four hundred dollars for textbooks I didn't even read because I didn't need to. Like I don't need to pay for information; I need to pay for time. What do What is it that I need to know? And uh,
0: so I, good. I, go I was going to say, when did you come across that in your business or in your? post uh, graduate life where you realize like there's all this information, but it's who can filter it and distill it and structure it in a way that either is easier for that person, that physical therapist, that professional to consume, or it's easier for them to go through it and then actually take the out the actual action to then try to produce the result that everyone's looking for.
1: Yeah. So really two, two circumstances. One was we started this Facebook group, healthcare, digital marketing, Uh, which was my business partner and I, Alex, who uh, we both were really into, I was into Facebook advertising and podcasting. He was into trying to make online courses and we would just geek out back and forth because we were both PT students and like not many, not many other PT students were talking about weird online marketing things. And we just started putting videos out of everything we were learning. How do you create a MailChimp account? How do you create a landing page? How do you write emails? How do you do all these things? we just started putting all the videos in there because we were getting questions. A lot of the same questions. Well, why, why don't we just put it somewhere so I can tag someone have to make a new video every time. And about four to five months in of doing that, people started saying, Hey, can I buy the videos you guys have done in a library? And I, I just was, I was so caught off guard because I thought, well, but they're all in here free already. Like what, why would you pay me for that? Like all you gotta do is use the search bar, and they're like, "Yeah, but I don't know which order to go in to watch them all." It's like, well, but they're all free. Like, do you not want to do that? Like, no, I'd be willing to pay a hundred dollars if you just put them in a in a place where I can go in order of what to do. Like
0: one, two, three, four, five, yeah. sequentially, go in order, start like, to finish. There are twelve middle chimp digitally walking someone through it.
1: Exactly. Like I
0: needed. That's when I learned. Oh, oh, it's not. Can I get access
1: to it? Because it's already free. It's there. I need structure oh okay cool and then I was sort of like really you would do that and we put it together put it up for hundred dollars ninety seven bucks I think and said great we took all the videos that were free already in here I think we added maybe two or three extra ones but it was literally we just we downloaded the videos from Facebook put them into one place on a page and said okay they're all there ninety seven dollars we made ten thousand dollars in the next like week
0: now that was that was ninety seven, a uh, lifetime access or per month?
1: One time access. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just they're all
1: here. Like we didn't know what we were doing this. is The very first time, I'd never even made more than like three hundred dollars online before. I was just like,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it was like here you go. There, and all I did was literally download, upload, download, upload, download, upload. And I was like, wow, okay, so that's a that's a game changer. That people, it's not access information. Like they could literally go. They could go watch a playlist on YouTube. So it was a couple things. One, it's, I actually trust you and you know what you're doing and you're relevant to my field, which was a big one because they could have gone to YouTube and watched a playlist on how do you create a MailChimp account or how do you create an active campaign account or any other CRM. But it was, oh, Will and Alex, you guys speak physical therapy language and you know this stuff? Wow, I want to learn from you guys. Two, it was an organized place. And then what I learned at, later is when we sold ads for physical therapists, super fascinating. And this is where I think what I've also realized people pay for is, uh, is time and they pay oh, this is huge. And is huge for anyone who's, who's listening for physical therapy services. Cause if I were to go tomorrow and start a PT practice, I would be selling the highest prices that I can. And it's not because I want that much money. Do I think we deserve that much money? Yes. But I want my patients to get the best outcomes. And here's what I've found is crazy about money we charged $1,300 for ads for physical therapists. Our online course was our first like real big online course uh, that we created new content for. Not just like, yeah, it's already free and here we go. Like full on program, 1,300 bucks. We had, I think like 75 people go through it the first time, maybe 50 or 70, somewhere between there, go through it. And I'd say like a third finished it. Or went almost all the way through, which is pretty incredible for an online program. Like, a little,
0: And you can track on the back end who actually goes through it all.
1: You can track who goes through it, yep. And we were like, man, that's crazy. Uh, like we were hoping it'd be like 85% or more. Like, you know, obviously, you're hoping like 100%. It turns out like the average finish rate of a course is less than 10%. So we realized like, oh, well, that's actually not that bad, uh, which is crazy. So if you're thinking about buying online courses from someone who sells one, you should probably just at least make sure that you're going to do it. But here's the reason, part of the reason we found out really fascinating. We talked to someone and they said, I think you're selling it too low. And we're like, okay, so we just tested. What if we double the price and we sell for 2,600 bucks? And what we'll do is we'll add in two 30 minute calls with, uh, with one of our students who just keeps them focused two times in the program. That's it. And it's self-paced. You go through it. And she would get on a phone call, but two 30 minutes call. That was the only added thing for, uh, for doubling the price. Turns out we were getting almost everyone who paid that price to go all the way through the program.
0: Do you think it was the double the price or the added value of someone that I'm going to schedule a call with to keep me accountable or that I'm, that I'm going to get a coach or some support? Cause there's two things there. Yep. There's two variables.
1: So I would say that I think, I think for different people, each one mattered. So we had plenty of people who never took those calls and still completed it, Hmm. plenty of people who would take those calls. And what I learned was that at $1,300, it did not hurt enough financially for someone to actually go and take an act to actually follow through on the thing that they knew they wanted to commit on. And as soon as we doubled the price, people felt a pain in their wallet that made them show up consistently to do the thing they said they were going to do. And so when I talk about why if I were to go out tomorrow and start a concierge practice and why I would do the highest price that I could, it's because I certainly believe that the more that someone pays, the more that they're willing to commit by taking action. And the way that I know physical therapy works is you have to do work. This isn't no lay on the table, I'll fix you. This is lay on the table and I can help you feel better right now, but you got to do work. Like if you aren't willing to do work sorry, man, like I, can do all the, I can do all the magic in the world unless we're talking like a, a cervicogenic headache and I can do an OA manip and, and all of a sudden you're like, oof, that relieved it. It's like, okay, we know we can. that might probably will resolve on its own now. Great, that might take one or two sessions. But otherwise, every, almost everything else I know physical therapy-wise, like, to actually get longstanding results, you have to put in work. And if you aren't invested, literally invested in that process, both financially, and the best way to get people to invest with their time is make them pay with it through money. This is my personal opinion, but it's just what I've seen over and over and over again. again. I,
0: I, I agree 100%. Totally agree. Um, but, but also... scary
1: about people who sell session to session as physical therapists, which is nothing wrong with. Like, you can do it. I just think that what you're telling people is, in a way, subconsciously, is, oh, uh, this could end in four visits. And if you feel better by then and you don't see the value anymore because you feel better, well, then we must be done. Versus, no, there is a process. And you are investing into the process, and the process costs this much money because I already know what's going to happen. Four visits in, you're going to feel better, and you don't want to come back. Well, guess what? That is not the process that I am selling to you. I don't want that for you. I don't want temporary. I don't want relief. And then you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm good. I got it." No, that is not doing you a service. The service is making sure that you are independent and can care for yourself, and I have guided you all the way to the end of the
0: process. Mm. Love it the the thing with the visit to visit versus like a package or some other thing i often say with our students our mentees that it could be argued that no matter either way if you do if you go visit by visit or if you do packages i i make the argument of almost any of us could benefit from having someone that's a physical therapist that helps them through the continuum For example, I have aches and pains and my wife, Annie is a physical therapist. We'll treat each other if we have aches and pains and injuries. And we just, we kind of try to bypass, like we think we figured our own injury out. Like we're just like, just treat this thing, just treat this issue. My, my shoulder recently. And, um, so we just bypass it and we just go into that. Um, the, the thing with our mentees and our students, my argument or my, my suggestion is for me as a consumer if Will Boyd is my physical therapist and let's say he either presented me with visit by visit or packages after I, after I clicked on his ad and I went to him and I saw him um, then I go through the continuum and it doesn't necessarily just stop there. I think that's another whole conversation in physical therapy where it's like, we're we're like the only field or industry where we like just stop our clients or customers and say like, you know, you're good. Bye. And I like, I like to make that argument of like, even if you sold a package yep. and if they, what if they continue, what if they were 80, 100, 80 to 90 or hundred percent better, but they were like, you know, what else do you have to offer? Like, could we, could I still just come in for tune-ups and check-ins or a wellness program or work out in your facility and you kind of just keep your eyes on me or uh, continue to come to my home or office for, you know, mobile concierge visits, however you're structured. Um, that's a whole other thing that, if you had that type of a, an approach, mm-hmm. if a physical therapist out there had that type of an approach where all of our patients and clients and end users, the customers, are more than just some, like an episodic care, then whatever you paid Will Boyd in the beginning to acquire that new client potentially becomes someone that's in your world for a year or more. We're talking lifetime value of the client. Then, If you look at it that way, because, because if a physical therapist said that to me, if I were not a physical therapist, I'm the type of person with the way I work out and play baseball on the weekends and just do crazy things. Like I could always have that. I could always, I would always want that. And I'm the type of person physically that that could help me out. There's always more goals that they could help me achieve, whether it's health and wellness and exercise and strength and endurance and function, whatever it might be. So then if someone were to come to you and, and get new clients and leads and patients from the front end, that becomes massive in the rest of the business's life yeah. as opposed to someone that's only four visits and then they, they discharge me and that's it because they're, they're kind of, it's kind of like what we talked about in the pre-interview, like this mindset of like a certain way of doing things. And hopefully as we talk more about this, um, it'll, it'll provide like different ways of looking at things, including, including not relying on word of mouth marketing. And that's why I wanted to have you jump on.
1: Yeah. But I think it's, you know, actually going off of that, I think that's a really great point is advertising isn't right for everyone either. If you don't have an existing sales process in place, it doesn't make sense to shove more people in a door that you can't serve. Right? So Mm -hmm. even if you think like, Oh, well I'm not at full capacity, I just put ads on it, it'll it'll work out perfect, right? And I'll get more people interested. If if you don't have a system of how do you talk with people on the phone? So let's say you get someone's name, email, phone number, and you call them. Or let's say even better case, they call you. Well what do you say? What is your sales process? Are you pre-framing them for the expectations of what's going to happen? I would argue you're going to make the sale, like whatever kind of sale you want to make, you're going to make in the call before they ever come in by the tone that you set and the preframing that you do. Here's how we work with people, right? It starts, it starts as, as our friend Jerry Durham always talks about, starts the experience there. Like, what is it that we're talking about? How are you different? What do you do? Like, Are you getting to the root of their, of their issue? If we can't even have that conversation, I'm going to look really bad as an advertiser because you're going to go, I just got all these bad leads. Okay, but you're also not even calling, one, well, you're not even calling them back. You're just hoping that they'll call you. Well, that's not very active. And this is a big thing I think we would Huge thing I've realized, and I've had to come to terms with my own business, is active, being active and pursuing what you want versus being passive and hoping things will come to you. And this is probably the biggest, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, issue that I see across the board. I mean, I'm talking with dozens of PTs every single week, just either through Facebook Messenger, through phone calls, through Zoom calls. And again, it's it's what what positive actions are you taking for your business to grow? Well, leads have tried, you know, I'm just not like people aren't doing, it's like, well, what'd you do this week? Did you, how many events did you go meet people at? How many, how many phone calls did you make this week? How many outbound messages did you send to people? Well, I don't want to do that. That sounds, that sounds like I'd be invasive. Like I have to like, I have to sit and educate and go, okay, well, there's not a single other industry on the planet that does not have an outbound marketing team and an outbound sales team. They literally go in their entire jobs are to start conversations with people who could potentially one day need your services but because we relied on a doctor doing that forever and we relied on a hospital system leading them into the funnel all this time that we just fell into the oh well they'll just always come to me well cool that worked for a long time but guess what you have to change and you have to adapt and what does every other industry in the world do they literally have their front desk people. You should, it blows people's minds when I tell them, oh, like if I meet a clinician who has a front desk person and they're like, well, how do I get more people quickly? I said, well, do you remember the yellow pages? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, great. Well, if we lived in the yellow pages time, I would literally tell you to start in the A's and start cold calling people. Hey, do you or anyone, you know, deal with back pain? No, great. Right. Our spam LinkedIn message, right? Ter- like, I don't like it. But there's a reason people do it. I'm not saying that it's, it's, is it the most fun way? No, but I guarantee you, you will have a lot more conversations with people who need you than if you don't do anything and sit there and just go, oh, I, hope, I hope something happens today. This would be really great. Maybe today will be the day that two people come through the door. Like I literally put out a I I questioned, <laughs> so interesting. I put out a, a, a thought experiment to people on a Facebook live I was doing. We had like, I don't even know. I think there were like 50 people on. And I asked, How many people, if people went tomorrow, or right now, went and knocked on a hundred doors in their neighborhood right now, and just knocked on doors? How many people do you think they could help if all one hundred answered the door? And the the range, the the answers ranged from like uh, thirty to fifty people. They could probably help just based on numbers of like, yeah, I mean, most people in my neighborhood have some type of issue going on. It was like great well how many out of those let's say 30 people were to answer and you got to talk to them and introduce yourself how many of them do you think that you could sell into some type of physical therapy program and at, very low number at very worst we got like two right like that was that was like the average was like I bet I could get two of them right and i said great if you need more patients and you want to have 10 new patients this week you literally just have to go knock on 100 doors for the next 5 days and you will have 10 new patients well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> we literally just did a thought experiment that if you just go knock on a hundred doors, you'd have 10 new, two new patients, like 10 new patients this week. Like it's not rocket science, right? How do you get in front of the right people? How do you talk to them? How do you have conversations with them? How do you provide value to them through the words that you use in communication and how do you actually just communicate that you can help them? Like it blows. I, I literally will have this with someone of okay. the front desk. It's like, Hey dude, here's what you can do. Do you know that every website, every, every city in America has a Chamber of Commerce website, and they have a business directory for every single one of those cities. So whatever town you're in, there's a business uh, Chamber of Commerce, and it has a member directory. Literally every business that wants to register with the Chamber of Commerce puts their name, email, and phone number in there. What do you think advertising is? It's literally buying, paying to get in front of people and talk to them. Well, you don't have to pay for that. You can literally pick up the phone and go, hey, um, I'm, I'm Will from uh, Dave's, Dave's physical therapy clinic. And I just want to let you know, we're actually doing a special for our clinic this week. We're doing 50% off and I just want to extend it to all of you, all the employees here. I don't know if you're the right person to talk to or if there'd be someone else uh, that that would be the appropriate person to say, I just want to let you know, we've got about five more spots. Yours was the first company that I thought to call and wanted to let you guys know, no, you're not interested. Great. Here's what most people do. <sighs> they said, no, didn't work. Yeah, that's called life. You got to call like 50 businesses. But if you call 50 businesses and you get one of them to be like, "Hey, that sounds great. I'll share it with all of our people." And you get three new people from that. Like like just the level of 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 being proactive versus being reactive is mind-boggling to me. We live in a time where it's so easy to contact people. Like if you're not doing it on LinkedIn, if you're not doing it on phone calls, if you're not doing it on showing up door to door, like we only have ourselves to blame. Like I, like, I love paid advertising, but if you don't have business right now,
0: you could you just have to go talk to more people, period. Because we, well, like we said earlier, there's two ways of getting more leads, more new customers, more new clients, no matter what business or industry you're in, free or paid. So if you don't want to have that rejection, if you don't want to go call up and use the yellow book, like old school and call different companies, which by the way, if you do that, that could be massive for your business. Cause you might only have to contact one or two people within an organization to then send you some percentage of their dozens or hundreds of employees in that office building or, you know, regional satellite locations where you you could maybe negotiate a deal where you're like the exclusive provider for that factory in Pittsburgh or that office building in Pittsburgh nearby. Right. So, um, Dave, when you started Initial, did you just make a website and all of a sudden you're getting
1: hundreds of calls a month?
0: No, no. I, I I recorded on Periscope. Do You remember Periscope? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. I, I'm trying to find the guys. It, this is a this is a public service announcement. If you have access, because I think Periscope shut down, but if you're able to have access, I recorded two videos live on Periscope where I was cold calling physical therapy business owners, practice owners, our colleagues. Yep. And the response rate was very low. And then the calls were, I mean, I was cutting, I was asking people, Hey, do you got 30 seconds so we could schedule a two minute call? I mean, like, and I was just trying everything. And I was, Oh, you know, uh, will boy told me to give you a call. He said he met you at uh, PPS or Jerry Durham told me, to yeah. yeah, but, but yeah, so I, I was, and this goes back to the pre-interview where we were talking about, um, rejection and pushing your, yourself outside of your comfort zone Uh, but yeah, I did all those things, man.
1: Yeah. And like, and again, I think it comes down to people are, what if it doesn't work out? You know, there's a chance it won't work out, but I don't know anything in life I can guarantee is going to work out. And if we're going to live in a frame of mind of like, what if it doesn't work out? We might as well just like quit, you know, if you own a business, right. If you don't, if you aren't willing to wonder what can happen, I mean, you think about like I had a client who's a, 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 I, I helped coach some people with their marketing and she was like, well, I wanna do this ad, I wanna do that ad, I wanna I want, I want like, should we, should we change the language here? And I was like, you know what you should do right now if, I were, if I'm truly coaching you? Your only homework today, you have a four hour block is you have to drive to the strip mall and you have to go knock, you have to go introduce yourself to every business owner at every store in the strip mall. Well, what do I say? I don't know, what would you say? Hi, I'm so-and-so. I own another business in town and I just want to introduce myself. It's not that it's not hard. Like, what if it doesn't work? It probably won't. You go to the next person, right? Like, all I know is that if you don't get proactive in your life, which your business is often just a reflection of your life, you're going to be hoping a lot of the time. And I'd rather not hope I would rather go know that, Hey, what I'm finding is every 50 conversations, one turns out to be really positive and it's led to some business. Cool. Well, I got to get busy enough to the point that I could hire someone to go have those conversations for me until then I got to go have all those conversations. We either have, we have three tools in life. We've got money, time, and people. And most people want money. So really you have time and money, right? You can't leverage people. If you don't have money, it's called free internships and only in America do we get away with that. And it's pretty messed up that we allow that to happen. Otherwise, you got time and money because people they want money, right? And so we really only got these two tools. What are you gonna do? If you have more time than you have money, you need to go out and use your time. If you have more money than you have time, use your money to buy back even more time. Like, that's it.
0: Listen, you're being super generous with your time, Will I uh with time. Um I don't want to get, get t- fired up about us. what's that? I get fired up about us. I I a get. I get fired about. Love like, I, I, I love it and we could we could talk all day. But but I know your time is valuable, and um, can we do before we wrap up? Could we do like a little quick explanation or a teaser of maybe some case studies of someone who you're already helping right now, where you're Mm -hmm. helping them get leads and more new potential and perspective patients in the door for their physical therapy business? Like it's on Facebook only. Uh, how does it look like if they were to work with you, you help, what do you help them with? What's maybe what's an example of an offer? Like, what are some things that, uh, we could kind of like paint a picture real quick.
1: Yeah. So I'll just say, I think the biggest thing right now is we don't have enough offers out there as physical therapists in our industry. We pretty much have one offer. Do you want physical therapy? Do you want physical therapy or do you not? Well, I don't know. What is that? What does that entail? Like I've had it at some other place before. What does that look like? Is that the same thing? Well, no, it's different. It's, it's, it's still physical therapy. Oh, so it's still the same thing. Like, well, what if I wanted fitness? Well, no, I do physical therapy. It's like, well, like we have no offers. Like we'd come up with zero. What, like if you had a menu on your business of what people could get, it's one thing, physical therapy what is physical therapy? I mean, you look at like what we do, it's incredible, right? We're like, you know how to use your hands. You know how to use exercise. You know, you know how to use pain science. You know how to use all these things. And yet we think that somehow we just call it physical therapy and everyone will understand that. No. Like I don't, like if someone were to just look at an iPod and go, here it is. And I didn't know what it was, an iPod, an iPhone. I didn't know what it was. I would just be like, what is that? That's weird. Like it looks cool. I don't know what it is, right? No, like, I need some, I need description. I need to be able to see it. Why do you think they advertise everywhere and show you how you can play with the buttons before these ever came out? Like, here's a new thing with the camera. Holy, what, it comes with a camera? Do you know how many people bought this for a camera? Not even because of the phone? Oh, it's crazy. It's like, it's It's blinking. Blinking. Like, do you know how many people bought this for the camera? Because there was a picture of the camera and they were like, what, I could get the camera. They didn't even know like the phone, maybe the service was crap, they didn't even know. Like, also people don't even know that you can buy this. Like that you have to buy service with this to actually call someone. They just want the thing, right? Like there's all these, these, like we don't have offers. So to me, I think the biggest thing is we're not putting offers in front of people and we're not putting offers in front of people that give you a reason to have conversations with them. So I'm all for free discovery visits if that works for you. I don't really recommend it to start because I don't know, even as a consumer, I don't know what a free discovery visit means. So Dave, if I asked you to go to a, if a dentist said, Hey, do you want to come in for a free discovery visit with a dentist? Do you have any idea what's going
0: to happen? No, I, you, I would guess a couple situations or a couple scenarios. One is a uh, discovery visit to a dentist could sound like, I guess I meet the dentist. Maybe I sit in his office and we chat about like my, my teeth, my, if I have any issues in my jaw or my mouth, uh, or it could be, maybe he puts gloves on and, and looks at my teeth or maybe a dental hygienist does it. Maybe I do or do not even meet the dentist. I don't know. Now, what if I said, Dave,
1: would you want to come in for a cavity check assessment? What What do you think would
0: happen if I offered that to you? What do you think that you would be getting? Someone, hopefully the dentist would be checking out if I have any cavities.
1: What does that infer to you already? Would they be looking in your mouth or no? Absolutely. Yes. Do You think you'd have to sit down for someone to look in your mouth? Yes. Great. So it's Have very done anything different than a discovery visit for a dentist probably probably not like that is what but we don't put it in terms of what someone can under sorry i'm in like the darkest area the like we don't put it in terms of what it is that someone gets right so for me it's like a discovery visit well i don't do i need to wear jeans for that like do i need to change clothes um am i gonna sweat uh Are we even, am I laying on a table? Are you touching me? Whoa. I mean, think about it. If you're like a pelvic floor therapist or you have a, you have a back pain or hip pain, right. And you're going to see a male therapist and you're a female or vice versa. And it's like,
0: I'm going for a discovery visit. Like, like, are you touching me? Like, I don't, I don't know. And when when there's too many question marks there, then I'm already selling myself out of it. Yeah. The the consumer, when there's too many questions, the consumer will not be your consumer. They're going to just continue. They're going to move on.
1: I want clarity and I want certainty. I want to know what I'm
0: getting. Right. And the biggest
1: problem we have is we're trying to sell the whole thing at once. Right. It's like saying, um, Hey, you know, it's like, Hey, do you want a business? Great. It's $13,000 and it's going to take us two years. I'm like, I don't want that. Right. Cool. Well, what if I said, Hey Dave, I will, I will teach you the strategy to get your first few customers. And it's only $400. Okay, yeah, I can see that. That sounds attainable. Yeah, and we can usually do that in two weeks. All right, cool, I can do that. Cool. Now, we talk that time, and I'm like, babe, hey, you can see me. We get to know each other more. You get to learn about my world. Great. Promise me. this. I promise you, like what I do here leads to this this outcome. It's $13,000. You're like, okay, I can at least see this now. This was actually beneficial. This was helpful, which is why I like, instead of a discovery visit, that you, one, make someone pay something to see you, even if you're still doing discovery visits, that they're paid. Why? Because like we talked about earlier, people who invest actually show up and are accountable. Two, I would make it some sort of specific assessment or offer. Man, I'm just going to like go to pitch black here.
0: Which yeah, is you awesome. want to turn the light on? I'm just going to turn go I, uh, hopefully this helps a little bit. But I would, uh. You're listening on the podcast. Uh, you're not so lights, light, so you can just <laughs> put on.
1: I mean, I'm so pale and white, I probably would have just started to glow. And would have but, uh so i would do that so what i do for people just to give you an idea going back to your question with ads is so i don't make ads for like free discovery visits or come in and call us at this number uh what i do is we come up with a clear offer and so what i usually do is i ask my my clients what do you do in a discovery visit and i found over and over again a lot of them do similar things well i get a subjective okay i i have them move around like doing squats or i'll check out depending on what it is right i have them do certain movements great do you get them on a table and check passive range of motion? Yeah. Sometimes just clear certain things. Okay, great. And uh, are you, do you, then I always ask them like, Hey, do you assess their posture when they're walking in? Oh yeah. Everyone, we all do it. Like you're trained. Once you're a physical therapist, you can't not observe someone's posture. Do you realize how many people would love? Do you realize that if you look at on Google right now, how many is my posture correct? Google searches happen every single day. People are worried about it. And for us, we take it for granted. Like, well, there's no perfect posture. I know, but people don't know that. But people don't know that. My mom doesn't know that. I've told my mom this
0: literally 30 and she's times. She's still going to Google that same thing.
1: And she's still worried about her posture 30 times. No joke, 30 times. She's still worried about her posture, right? And so if I could say, hey, we'll do a posture assessment with that, what does that entail? It's literally me looking at you. <laughs>
0: but it's my brain of years of understanding what it means that put that that in your checklist of your bullets of your offer. Like you get this, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So many people are offering
1: so much in discovery visits, but it's called a discovery visit. Now, if I said, so if I break that down, right? Subjective. What if we call that a, uh, a, uh, uh, you know, clinician intake, right? Clinician intake is what you're going to get just for someone to listen to you. Do you know how many people want to even just be heard? Great clinician intake, right? Uh, two, what do you have them do? Well, I usually have them move around. Great movement screen movement assessment, right? Here's where the only pushback I get is, well, is it, is it technically a screen? Like, am I using? It's like, do you realize the consumer has no clue? You are the only one in your own head and you're worried about what nine other physical therapists are wondering. Was it the FMS screen? Is it this screen? It's like, (laughs) I don't know. You make, you do what you feel is comfortable, but the consumer doesn't know. Ultimately at the end of the day, I want you to do what's going to help your, your patient get better. And if you don't know how to do that part, we can't work together, right? Like you gotta be able to figure that piece out. Like whatever you do in a discovery visit, call it something, whatever the piece of it is, you call it something. If you don't feel comfortable calling it screen or assessment, call it movement uh, like movement, movement, I don't even know, movement visibility, whatever, I don't care, like Harry Potter movement check, whatever we wanna call it, right? What is that? I don't know, at least someone's asking about it now, right? Two or three. Then you get them on the table and you do some passive range of motion. Great. We'll call that a, a joint health check, right? It's literally what you're doing, right? You're moving joints. You're just testing things out. Oh, that's, that's nocebo, joint health. Like, again, okay, if that's not you, you don't have to use the exact words I'm using.
0: But those are the things the consumer has in their head that they're Googling, they're looking for anyway. We're not trying to feed into the nocebo thing, but they're, they are literally typing in a lot of those words.
1: Exactly. And and so when you lay that out, it's like, wow, you actually get a lot in 20 to 25 minutes. Great. I would argue you should get paid for that. Because if you look at it too, in my mind is, well, if they come for you for that, what are the other alternatives if they don't go to you for this? Well, they might go see their GP. Well, if they haven't met their deductible yet, we both know that that's way more than 50 bucks. If they don't, they might go to an orthopedic. Well, we know what the orthopedics diagnosis is usually going to be. Your options are. It's either come see you again already, which... It's either to come to you if we're lucky, go see the physical therapist. A, or B, I'll give you pain pills, or C, here's surgery options, or D, nothing at all. Pretty straightforward. All of those cost a lot more in my mind in terms of time, worry, fear, compared to coming to see you for $47 for 20 minutes of your time, or $65 for 20 minutes of your time. And if you don't believe that about yourself, then we got to have a talk. And you need to talk with guys like Dave and you need to have talks with, talk, talks with guys like Dave and Ron who are going to help you with your mindset to realize that what you do and the value you bring is far more than whatever Blue Cross Blue Shield tells you that your evaluation time is worth. or your. In fact, they actually charge way more for valuations from last time I saw Blue Cross Blue Shield than we do for cash rates. Like To get a PTE valve, Tony Maritato posted something like this. Some of these insurance, it's like 750 billable dollars for an eval PT eval. Like, don't quote me on that but tony maritano posted something recently of like it was it was far more than most cash people pay but because it's through insurance I just, you know it's it's like well it seems like it's nothing like no you're paying a lot let's mm. do that so come up with an offer give it a a value to it and you put it out there to people what i found just a little nugget what i found works on facebook is somewhere between 30 to 70 dollars
0: in terms of the front end offer that the consumer would buy
1: yep. The front for, end offer. for
0: one of these potential clear offers, a movement screen or that whole thing that you just ran through 30, yep. 30 to say it again, 30 to what? 30 to 70 bucks. Yep. Thirty to 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, most of the time we're using numbers like, like 37 or 57 like that seven or that nine or that five, like oftentimes odd, like in terms of the copywriting, like odd numbers usually work better and, not the round yeah. numbers like like 50 doesn't work as well but if it's like 51 or 55 like that's another like there's a whole other all these other components will can help you with
1: yeah so if you go i have it you can just steal the whole like framework copy if you go to com slash and then you go to the facebook advertising tab it's a five minute video you can literally just pause it screenshot steal everything uh if you want to because i want more people to get help i don't i don't I'm not, I'm not, this isn't like my, again, people don't pay for, for information, right? What you're going to realize is there's more to it than just having the perfect copy, the perfect offer that there are other things and that you would probably need someone like me and my expertise to help you with, uh, because there's more with it. But that being said, yeah, I think the biggest thing is the perceived value that someone's getting. So when you say a discovery visit, what's the perceived value? It's free. Like that, that's the perceived values. Well, it's free. Dave's being generous with his time.
0: Okay. Another another PT might argue with you though, Will, and say, but if I offer a low 30 to $70 offer, and maybe, it, maybe, maybe then goes to that PT's sales process and their sales skills, because I've heard pushback on this, that it only attracts people that are interested in paying a low dollar amount and then it's hard for them to convert to the full yep. amount of like they're charging one sixty, one seventy, or over $200 per visit. So to try to take someone from they paid 50 or $70 for this in-person visit, yep. this, this movement screen, this, this whole clear offer, some are having challenges with then and I'm not saying it's the offer. Oh, oh, it's probably their sales process that they're not either saying the right things or uh, able to get that same person that paid seventy dollars to come to you for this clear offer, movement assessment, posture screen, joint health check, all that type of stuff, and then in person presenting either a two hundred plus dollar visit or a package. Like here's what you know, here's what you would need, will, based on X, Y, Z, all the things that we ran through. Um, and then a, a package of visits and there's such variability there but um that does that come down more to the physical therapy practice owner in their sales skills more than potentially attracting folks that are looking for a sub $100 purchase yeah so
1: i think the big thing here is i don't think there's a universal answer and i think that if you have pre discovery visits that are working for you don't listen to a word I just said, keep running your discovery visits. Honestly, honest. Like I'm not a, I don't have all the answers. I'm just, just telling you what I see works for people who are listening. Like I, I, I'm, I am a fan of whatever works, works. I've just seen that this works for most people because you know, then we can make the argument, well, who's better a free pull person or a cheapo person, right? Like who are better free pull or cheaple? I don't know. Like all I do know is science from the science of, of, of business is that, It is so much harder to acquire a new customer than it is to sell to an existing customer. And usually the hardest sale sale is to get someone to buy for the first time.
0: And it's, it's better when it's a lower priced item at 50 to 70, 30 to 70, instead of going from zero to 200, like that's a bigger jump. I
1: think it depends on right. you, You want to, especially if you're cash based, this to me is a big deal. I want to know who's willing to pay cash anyways. Like if someone's kidding on the phone with me and goes, oh, I saw your $65 offer. They're not going, oh, do you take my insurance? I'm picking up the phone because I'm paying for a $65 offer. I'm That's expecting cool. to pay cash, right? Why would a physical therapy place that takes insurance put an offer like this in front of me? Wouldn't they just say I, they take my insurance? Well, I don't know. If you take insurance, great. That's an easy transition. Oh, well, it's $65. What's your insurance? Oh, well, we take that. Yeah, just come on in. We'll do that. Great. If not, I've, I'm knowing that someone's already in the mindset of paying out of pocket with cash. Great. You're now you're finding my,
0: spenders, people that spend.
1: Yeah, and to the argument of like free versus versus low discount, right? I'll just put it this way: I don't think Groupon's going out of business anytime soon, and I'm pretty sure Groupon continues to expand. And I'm pretty sure that people run successful businesses off of Groupon offers. Are they always the best type of clients? No. Do you know a single business that always only has the best type of clients that grows consistently?
0: Probably one that doesn't try very hard. You know? oh, also Thumbtack, whole other, this, we're going to have, we're gonna have to have you back. We're going to have to have you back soon. Because, you got to teach me. No, I don't no, really no, I, I, will. We'll just, yeah, we can have an episode where we just talk about recent paid ad results. Yeah. I just joined Thumbtack. I paid, they gave me an offer. Here's, here's a paid offer. I joined for free yep. as a pro, as a physical therapist. Yep. And it said, uh, if you pay, and there was like three tiered offer, I, I paid for the most expensive one Definitely. mostly because I was already primed up by a current user yeah. who's one of my, uh, someone I know who's a photographer on the site. Anyway, so he was like, check it out. I'm getting all these leads. I'm getting leads that are like 50 bucks, and then his wedding photography is like two grand. You're getting like a $50 lead, making two grand, like per lead. Like it's bonkers. So uh, I, so I just joined, I paid 200 bucks to get $300 worth of credits in the system. I got, I went after a lead. So I have physical therapy and I, it just auto added me massage therapy and personal training. Like, so I I had those and I was like, Oh, let's just see how it goes. I didn't even list my prices yet. I didn't even set up the whole profile. Someone contacted me for massage therapy, which I don't even really do the whole massage therapy thing. Right. And. The, the guy messaged me through the app. Then he, sa- he sent me his phone number. I texted him. He said, text me. So we texted, hearing about his issues, whatever. Turns out, he's, guys, everyone listening, guys and gals that are physical therapists. This person is like a classic neck pain patient that we treat. He just happened as a consumer to go and click on massage therapy. We're texting, we're chatting, and he didn't convert that night. We got, I'm waiting to get him on the phone. $5 lead. It was a five. So it took $5 out of my 200 yes. or the three. I paid 200. I got 300 worth of ad credit. Right. basically. Right. Five bucks to then text with a prospective patient with neck pain who was probably thinking as a consumer, what, what are my options? Uh, maybe I just need to relax more. I'm tense. Uh, and they went with massage therapy, but it's the same people that we help. with our services talk about a home run
1: too do you think he was expecting a massage place to take his insurance or was he going to pay cash
0: he was looking to pay cash most likely i mean
1: i don't know many massage places that take insurance so right right? so he's already thinking i got to solve this problem my neck pain where can i go where i can pay cash to solve this problem oh you're talking about a very qualified person they're already in the mindset of paying cash probably for it i think i think the the so the, I got to check out Thumbtack. That sounds awesome. I think that two things real quick.
0: Wait, you, let me send you my affiliate link. <laughs> yeah, do it,
1: send me affiliate. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, so two things real quick for people out there. Like you don't know what to say. You can steal my my copy and template. It's literally plug and play because it works. I don't I don't try and reinvent the wheel. One big thing, people, if you're advertising out there, if something works, don't try to change it or tweak it. You double down on what's working always. So many of us want to just like, there's got to be, I got to I got it. Gotta, no. It's like, if, if you're, someone's getting back relief with back extension, right? Doing prone press-ups and they're getting better. Do you go, you know what? Let's go for full deadlift right now. Let's just, let's just mix it up. Let's test it. Let's do this. Like, no, you keep doing what works. Like, quit trying to like speed up the process quicker when something is working. Always keep going. It's like if you're playing the slot machine, you're getting a dollar and 10 cents back for every dollar you put in, your thought is, oh, maybe I should go find a better one. It's like, no, literally play that until someone kicks you off of that machine. It's giving you 10 cents back for every time that you put something in. You just keep playing, keep playing, keep playing until it stops producing. Then you can change. The other thing is here's a great way to reactivate patients and go get ad copy for an ad that you want to run. Put out a survey, Google forms or whatever you want to use, Jot forms if you want to be super HIPAA compliant with it. And you go and you send this to your past patient list, current patient list. It's a survey. Hey, what did you think of physical therapy before you came here? Do you mind taking a quick two-minute survey of what you thought physical therapy was like before you came here and what your expectations were before you came in what were you worried about Have them answer if you can get even five to ten answers everything that they put in there is what you're going to say hey are you tired of those experiences that people describe it's literally the words that your people are saying and those are the people that you want to attract and use the language that they're doing we want to be like what's a crazy thing i need to say literally steal the words that they're saying because they're the ideal person that you want in the worst thing that we can do as physical therapists is use our own brain onto advertising use the brains of the people who are actually coming to see you who wanted help use their language use their words put it out there and it's amazing what will happen it's like you're speaking to me it's like your ad was speaking to me well yeah i literally took it from someone who was speaking exactly like you and i put it here so just that that to me and you'll get a lot of people who will go back oh i was thinking about you thanks for sending this out to me
0: Wow, uh, I'm blown away. i I've took two pages of notes already. We're gonna have to have you back in the near future, ladies and gentlemen. This is Will Boyd. You got to check him out at willboydmarketing.com, as well as his venture with Alex Engar. Check out healthyfunnel.com for more on online education uh, and and so much more. The, the done for you system, the done for you services, the launch code, Impact Academy, Business Ignition, and again the the full fledged uh, done for you system. Um, check out healthcare digital marketing on Facebook. So just type in healthcare, digital marketing. It's a big group, really growing uh, a lot of positive stuff and a lot of helpful resources and videos and links. Uh, so go ahead and join that for free. Will, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for just serving the audience and helping everyone out. But I hope that just like everything, a certain percentage reaches out to you and uh, hopefully they can, uh, learn more about your services, which then really like you can help them grow. I really know you can do that. Um, It was awesome to have you catch up and uh, thank you so much for your time. Dude, it's an
1: absolute honor. Thank you for having me. And uh, honestly, if, if you listen to this and you want to work with me, that's awesome. My biggest thing and my biggest mission right now is that people just get more proactive in their businesses and more proactive in their lives. If you don't have the business that you want, Really analyze the actions that you're taking that can drive business. If you don't have enough business yet, almost all of your time should be focused on marketing and sales until you have so much business that you can hire someone to help you with marketing and sales. But so many of us are just hoping that business will happen and we get stuck in this rut. So please, if you're listening to this, anything else, you don't need to reach out to me if if it's not the right time. Just be more proactive in your business. Be more proactive going after what you want and don't apologize for it. Just go after it. Because you can serve so many people. Um, If we just get out of our own ego head of like, oh, would somebody get upset? No, like people don't get upset. And honestly, if they do, if they get upset because you're trying to provide an amazing service and help people, like, man, they're going to have a rough life period,
0: you know? (laughs) They're, They're not your right ideal client anyway. So you just move on. Cool. Thanks so much, Dave. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Uh, man. PT Tech Talk, episode 99. Will boy, thank you so much, sir. And we got 100, episode 100 coming up next. Stay tuned. If you're not already, make sure you're subscribed. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening.